0: At Journey Beyond Divorce, we understand that navigating through the emotional tsunami of separation and divorce is one of the hardest journeys you'll take. And we know that once the initial fear and pain begins to pass, a whole new storm of confusion, uncertainty, and self-doubt can surface. Journey Beyond Divorce can help you identify and clarify where you're feeling stuck and what steps you need to move forward. Even if they're just baby steps, we guide you with practical, tangible support that you can start implementing right away. Our team of experienced divorce coaches is ready to help you. Listen through the show because we have a gift just for you. It'll help you navigate your divorce with more calm and confidence.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to Navigating Divorce by Journey Beyond Divorce on Divorce Source Radio. I'm Steve Peck, and today we're going to focus on the logistics of co-parenting and provide a tool that's available to support you. And now to tell us more, the founder of Journey Beyond Divorce, Karen McMahon. Hi, Karen.
0: Hi, Steve. We're excited about today's show. We've added a few additional shows to the children and divorce part of the series and today we're talking about co-parenting because co-parenting brings with it a myriad of challenges both emotionally and logistically and today we're going to focus on the logistics um, and, and a tool a platform that is available online and a mobile app that's available to support a uh, you in co-parenting more effectively, especially in the early stages of post-divorce, where tensions may still be running high, and certainly in high-conflict divorces, regular communication can be a minefield for arguments and criticism. And today we're going to talk about this this platform that enables you to manage so many of the necessary details without constant live conversations or texts. And we'll be discussing uh, things like scheduling of shared parenting time, the shared costs of medical expenses and extracurricular activities all the necessary contact information that you have to share back and forth, the kids' friends, their teachers, their doctors, their medical records. So this is the key to what we're covering today. And I'm really excited about our guest, which is Jai Kasun. Jai is the CEO of Our Family Wizard since 2008, but he also is the first employee dating back to 2001. As the CEO, he drives the strategic direction and oversees the day-to-day operations. And while there's a lot of, or a number, I should say, a number of different platforms out there that do this same thing in terms of supporting co-parenting, we've chosen to uh, speak with Our Family Wizard because of the heart that they have behind what they do and and because of the experience they have and their technical savvy and their um, vast customer support. And so I really am excited to welcome. Welcome, Jai.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me today.
0: Before we start talking about all that parents need to take into consideration when co-parenting and how this platform helps, can you just share how... um, Our Family Wizard began and how you got into this?
1: Yeah, so we're actually kind of a big family business. My mother was a family law attorney for well over 25 years, practiced exclusively family law cases, did a lot of real complicated, high asset, that type of stuff, and it was actually her cousin who was a divorced dad who got remarried to a woman who was also previously divorced and had a child through an open adoption that kind of led to the first idea of the website. So Paul, my mom's cousin, Basically, he went to schedule his first Christmas as a separated parent with his ex, and um, he said, I'd take this week. Mom said, I'd take that week and just a simple miscommunication about what a week meant. One parent thought a week meant five days, the other thought it meant seven days. They booked overlapping trips. The kids were supposed to be in Mexico one week and Florida Florida the next week. And basically it ended up such that the kids whole kind of Christmas vacation got kind of ruined and the whole family was pretty distraught. And so he reached out to my mom being the family law attorney and said, you know, we live in this internet age why is there not anything out there like this? And so after she did a little bit of research, she contacted me and I wrote the business plan for the website as my senior paper in college and became employee number one for about two or three years. And um, since then we've grown the business to serve people all over the world and we have a staff of close to 40.
0: Wow, that's a great story for, be- for the beginning of it why would it be valuable for our listeners to consider using uh, a platform like this?
1: Well, I think there's a a few key reasons. One of the biggest ones is why not use technology? Um, The old methods of having kind of angry or emotionally charged phone conversations and, or using the children as a messenger. Um, A lot of people used to use like the actual physical notebook. They got handed back and forth to the kid and that brought about all sorts of issues with what if the kid forgot the notebook? What if the kid read the notebook? Um, And then, you know, the, the, the last biggest thing is, is that there's just a tremendous amount of life improvement that you can achieve by getting yourselves onto something where you really take the conversations out of the frame of reference of which version of reality is the truth and get closer to the facts that actually happened as they happened. It just really smooths out the road for both mom, dad, and the children, and really anybody else involved, step parents, grandparents, everyone.
0: In fact, you were telling me that you've expanded even beyond the divorce community in terms of the value of this online sharing what what are some of those areas that you went into
1: yeah so i mean one of the biggest ones which is naturals is obviously never married parents and we we've seen a number of families using the site for um, kind of special cases. One of the big ones has been actually elder care where they'll flip the rolls around and they'll have the parents sign up as the kids and the kids sign up as the parents and they use it to track who's taking mom to get her prescription filled, who's taking her to the doctor appointment, who's going to check in on her on Thursday, that type of thing. And so it really, I mean, what we've created is a platform of great organization. And then again, real standardized kind of basic things that everybody needs and has as pieces with, you know, there's Gmail and calendar systems like Google Calendar and Apple's Calendar, and there's all these kind of bits and pieces, and what our site really attempts to do is bring all that family conversation into one place. So as you can imagine, that applies to even intact married parents who just have really busy lives, and, you know, remembering the last time their kid had a tetanus shot, or the last time... You know, the or whether or not a parent uh, teacher conference permission slip was filled out, all that stuff can be easily tracked.
0: Wow, that's great. So, can we talk a little bit about um, that whole list? What the various pieces are that are covered in this app and how they bring uh, an ease to parents?
1: Definitely, definitely. So, I think one of the biggest misconceptions about our tools is uh, the lack of robustness that people understand it to have. Um, the reality is, is the site is really, it, it's quite complex if you want it to be um, in terms of the amount of information that we're able to track. We have kind of five main features. The first feature is a calendar. And as opposed to a regular calendar, you have the ability to set up your parenting time schedule. So when the kids are with mom, when the kids are with dad. And that that schedule actually works with a couple of other features within the calendar to provide a better, more holistic experience. So one of those features is like setting holidays. Um, You may have your parenting time schedule set to repeat week after week after week, and it's all well and good, but maybe you and the other parent have agreed to make Mother's Day always Mom's Day and Father's Day always Dad's Day. With our site, you have the ability to basically set up holidays, have them follow the parenting schedule or supersede them. Another layer on top of that is... Um, life, as it happens, is really complex and changes quite rapidly. And so we actually have a patented feature called the Trade Swap, and this gives the parents the ability. So if this was my weekend to have the kids, but I all of a sudden had a work trip come up, I could say to the other parent, hey, if you take the kids this weekend, I'll take them in two weeks. The other parent can then either approve, refuse, or refuse and make a counter offer because maybe the dates that I'm trying to trade don't work with that schedule and so they can submit a counteroffer with the adjusted times and then all of these kind of transactions that move away from what the original default schedule are all there heavily, you know, well documented so that there's no question about why the parenting schedule shifted. And then in addition to that, so that's just the parenting time piece of it, we have another layer which is similar to just like your standard calendar events. So you can go in and you can put in the kids' soccer practice, violin lessons, whatever it may be. The one caveat is, is that we have um, some specialized fields on our system that allow you to designate which parent's dropping off the child, which parent's picking up the child, which parent's responsible for the child during event, and then also like which actual children are attending the event. And so... It gives you the, you know, between the parenting schedule, the holiday, the trades, and the events, you have a very kind of holistic view on what's going on with all the scheduling. One thing that I'd like to point out, too, is that everything on our site, whether the calendar, the messaging, well, not the messaging so much, but the journaling, info bank, the expense log, you have the ability to deem everything as either shared or private. By default, everything is shared. But if you wanted to keep your own personal records in our system, you can as well. Okay.
0: Oh. I'm going to ask you to mm. slow down a little bit.
1: Um, yeah, no worries. Yeah. So, so the
0: the first thing I'm hearing is, uh, you know, there's people can. Um, it's so easy to assume uh, uh, motivation or assume tone of voice in a text or something like that, and. I love the concept of your trade swap uh, system because it really just it automates something that we all have to do and yet it takes out that uh, making it personal part it's kind of like part of the process and I've just been doing this long enough to know just last week I was coaching someone where there was just all of this assumption and interpretation around one person asking for something and the other saying yes or no. So, you know, the the level of detail that you're describing, I could see how valuable that would be in really cutting down on conflict and misinterpretation. Mm -hmm. And even the the level of detail, uh, Jai, in that uh, who picks up, who drops off, who's in charge. I'm 10 years post-divorce. My kids were in grade school, and, you know, one of the things that we never thought about is well, what if the kid gets sick in the middle of the school day? Is it the person who dropped them off in the morning or the person who picked them up in the afternoon? And it, as much as you, and this is to the listeners, as much as you try to go with a fine tooth comb through all of those details of co parenting until you're in it, you don't realize how many details you missed. And what I love about your platform, Jai, is that it sounds like you have continually added to fill in the gap of those missing details.
1: Definitely, definitely. And, you know, and this is one of the things that I think um, that we take a lot of pride in is the fact that the group that started the company was really pretty diverse. We were able to bring in people who have experience with the family law arena itself, like going to court and all that good stuff. But we also had the input of parents and actual, you know, potential users. And so we really tried to cover the basis of, uh, you know, what 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 would need to be sufficient to help these families move forward. You know the other the other big piece that you kind of mentioned not in so many words was uh, the old way of doing things would have been to send a long lengthy email or text message or voicemail wait for a response that involves a whole bunch of other information that probably doesn't need to be pertinent to the question at hand and so one of the things you hear a lot in the court system and also within mental health professionals is this idea of business-like communication and so by using kind of a form-based tool where it's just kind of here's the date I want, here's the date I need, and here's the reason, you take a lot of the what I would call creative language that goes in between the sentences out of the conversation and really focus on the issues at hand.
0: Absolutely. And you, that that's the key there is really keeping it to whatever the point is, and it's so easy to throw in. Uh, insults or jabs or insinuations and when you can keep it clean it stays um, it stays away from conflict so one area that you're describing which was the first thing I thought Mm -hmm. of when I heard about you guys was the calendar because that's such a huge part and yet my understanding is that's only a piece of the larger platform so can you share a little bit about because for me I always found like the next big challenge that I had was expenses, shared expenses. No. So how do you guys handle yeah. that?
1: So, yeah, we have a, a feature we call the expense log, and basically it is set up such that either parent can enter an expense. Um, with the expenses, you have the ability to create categories. Um, you can use our kind of We give you system defaults that are like 50-50, 75-25, but you can set up your own custom categories based on your divorce agreement. And then essentially, so if I go to the doctor or I take the kids to the doctor and I pay for a copay that's supposed to be reimbursed, I go to the, the expense log, enter in the expense, select the correct category, so it splits it the correct amount. I have the ability to attach a receipt and then that way it's all documented. Once the expense is entered, the other parent will get a notification to come take a look at the site. Then they will be able to approve, refuse, or request more documentation if the receipt that was attached isn't enough. And so once it's been approved or refused, the the parent that has done the approving has the ability to actually make payment directly through the site. If you choose not to, we have a system called OFW Pay. And the real handy thing with that is that everything from when the payment is initiated until the funds are actually received by the other parent is completely documented. So you're not dealing with the, you know, the check is in the mail. I never got that expense. I never, you know, it's all very clear and straightforward as to where our parents are in terms of reimbursing each other. Um, and then within the expense log as well, because you're going to be tracking so much important information, uh, we have the ability to generate a bunch of different types of reports. And so you can look at your transaction history in like a transactional fashion where you can see each transaction one by one. We have what we call our chronological report. So if you wanted to see every expense payment or expense, um, that was entered, In, say, the month of July, you could just create a report that shows all activity that happened in July. And then we also have some statistical reports so that you can understand where the parents are within relationship to each other, because oftentimes, you know, you may enter two or three expenses, and you may make payment on two of those, and maybe there's a little bit outstanding with our system. You can kind of keep that all clear and um, out, out, out in front so that there's no confusion about it. Um, And then the the other thing that you can do is actually with the OFW Pay system, you can actually set up scheduled payments. So we have a number of users that will actually pay their child support, um, any kind of alimony payments directly through the website.
0: Oh, wow. So you can do that as well. That was my next question. So it's not just extracurricular and the additional shared expenses. It can be even child support and and, uh, spousal support.
1: Yep, and some people like that option so that they don't have to do it through their workplace because a lot of people will do the kind of withholding through their workforce. But this gives you an option so that you don't have to take that to your employer or have it be in front of your employer. So we have
0: the shared expenses, mm-hmm. uh, we have the calendar, and then there's so much more. Yep. So what are, what are some of those other categories that uh, that make so your program so robust?
1: Yeah, one of the biggest ones that sees the most usage is our messaging system. And so what's nice about our system is is that it works just like email, but you don't have an email address. So number one, you're not going to get any spam or junk mail coming into it. The second piece of it is, is that you're communicating with your ex with our system as opposed to email. So instead of getting those emails throughout the day when you're not necessarily prepared to be dealing with a conversation with your ex about what's going to happen next weekend, you can really kind of segment out your life and you choose when to go to Our Family Wizard. We'll send you notifications, let you know that a message has arrived, but you can make the decision when to check it and when not to check it. Um, Just like email, though, we have the ability to save drafts. Uh, we have spell check and then we have a feature that is uh, kind of a bonus add-on that parents can choose to use or choose not to use called tone meter. Tone meter is basically like a spell check for your emotions. And so as you're typing a message, it will actually give you feedback as to whether this could be construed as humiliating, aggressive, concerning. And our goal with it is is not to try to tell parents what to do, but yeah, rather to provide them a yield sign, let them know that what they're saying might be taken in a way that they necessarily didn't intend um, to have happen. And so again, all of our tools are really focused on how do we get these families moving forward? How do we create positive communication and get, you know, get all the kind of issues out of the way. Um,
0: I, yeah. I love the tone meter. You know, so often when we're talking to clients, where yeah, you know, we talk about being in different um, levels of emotional energy, and so yeah. what you're describing, you know, if you're going to bring that floozy to the soccer game type thing, is mm-hmm. such conflict energy, and so I'm hearing that what you're what your tool does is it actually flags for the parent and sometimes they're doing it very consciously and purposefully. And sometimes it's just out of hurt and anger. Mm -hmm. And to see that get red flagged. Now it just gets red flagged. You don't actually suggest a different way of saying it. Correct. of like saying, okay, do you scale it? Is it like, okay, that's like a number five red hot flag or how does that work?
1: Yeah. It'll actually look at like the the context of how many words are being sent and then it'll rate like the inflammatory tone based on the percentage of that message that would be considered inflammatory. So like you said, sometimes people want to be able to make points and that's great. And we don't want to stop them from saying what they need to say but at the end of the day we want to keep them from saying things that would perhaps be you know not appreciated by the other parents and at the right. end of the, day, the the other piece that we have going for us as well is that we don't do anything on the receiving side we only do it on the sender side and because we don't want this to become a tool to keep score this is really a tool to help avoid conflict and keep people moving forward
0: Right. So you're initiating communication. You're doing it in a way that could uh, generate conflict. And so you're at least being given a red flag to say, you know, this, this, your tone. You might want to think about Yeah, you might want to think about this. And that's it. You've, you've kind of raised the red flag, which is great. It's like, it's like a tool to raise people's level of consciousness around the way that they're communicating. And when you're going through this, as you know, uh, it's really easy to slip into unconscious behavior and uh, and when you're triggered. So this mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing to be able to just keep an eye on it. And the messenger system that you mentioned, one of the things, especially with my high c- conflict clients, um, I'm always talking to them about setting a boundary. So just because someone sends a text doesn't mean you have to open it. Uh, just because if you have a spouse who sends, you know, a ton of emails, you can have it go directly into a folder so that you don't have to see it until you're ready to see it. And so Mm -hmm. you have all of that built right in. uh, And and I love that because I think that's one of the things that people don't realize, especially when they feel like they're on the receiving end of somebody who might have an obsessive need to criticize and complain Mm -hmm. and even just reach out even if it's not a negative that they have the right that it's a reasonable thing to set a boundary and determine how often and when they're going to actually go and and read all of that and we'll be back with more journey beyond divorce after this we're there right when you need us the most And we make sure you have all the tools and resources at your fingertips, guiding and supporting you between calls to be more effective.
1: I was very fortunate to find Journey Beyond Divorce. I would go searching for any piece of information that could either A, give me more knowledge about the divorce process itself, or B, could talk me down emotionally. And I found that Journey Beyond Divorce was really instrumental in providing both things, one the guidance of the divorce process itself as well as talking about self-maintenance and what the the individual need to do to kind of cope with it.
0: Let us help you gain a broader perspective and determine your best next steps with our free rapid relief lifeline call. Visit rapidreliefcall.com to book your call.
1: And, and I think another thing that I think parents oftentimes overlook or underestimate the the, the importance of is a lot of people just love to tell their kid, hey, tell your mom this or ask your dad about this or, you know, and those, those little pieces of conversation that get entrusted with the child put a lot of stress because if all of a sudden, you know, you're Johnny and you come home from school and now it's your responsibility to tell mom that dad can't pick you up tomorrow – you know, that puts a lot of pressure on that kid to get involved in something that they really have no place in. And it's a conversation that should take, you know, should take place between the adults. And so the easier we can make it for those conversations to happen so that it's not easier just to say to your kid, hey, tell your mom this or tell your dad that, I think is a huge win.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I do. I think that's one of those things that is unconscious. It's like, you, you it's, it's not ill meaning. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, by the way. And yep. yet, Unless you know how how damaging and difficult that can be for the child, and well, because you
1: don't, and you don't know the state of the other parent when the child yeah. tells them that. You know, they may have just had a bad day at work, or maybe something bad happened, and now you know that additional emotional pressure just gets put on the kid for no reason at all.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So so. so- Outside of the messenger, Mm -hmm. you said that there's also, when we were talking earlier, that there's just a lot of detail that almost any family could use in terms of uh, contact information and medical information. Can you just elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Yeah. And so before I jump into that real quick, I was just going to mention our journal feature. Um, And so like one of the features of our calendar is that you don't have the ability to go back and backdate entries in the calendar. And you can't make historical calendar entries and so with that we wanted to create a place for parents to be able to leave notes for each other notes for themselves Uh, this is where the private flag comes really in handy if uh, you have a parent that's late for a pickup or Um, You want to designate that, you know, something got forgot or we need to remember this for next time. You can definitely do that within our journal feature. And then um, that is really handy because, again, it's everything from, you know, little Jimmy won his first soccer game all the way through to, you know, like I said, somebody was late for something or something needed to be documented. You have that place for that. Um, And that section is within the calendar as of now, but we're actually working on some major revisions to the website and hope to really expand the functionality of the journal to make it a little uh, more comprehensive as well. But yeah, jumping back into the the information storage, we have a section we call the infobank. And the infobank is essentially a series of different sections broken out by kind of area of life. And so we have a section called Family Vitals where you can put in the kid's shoe size, height, weight, pant size, all that common stuff that both parents should know but don't always have access to because maybe you're not the parent that has the child most of the time. Um, We also store the kid's medical information, immunization histories, any medical procedures, incidents, any of that kind of stuff. Um, As you mentioned, we have contacts. So there's like a family address book as well as the ability to designate certain contacts as emergency contacts. Um there's also a section called my files where they can it's kind of like Dropbox for the family they have the ability to upload say the kids report cards class photos any kind of permission slips that need to be signed by both parents it gives them a really great way to kind of share any kind of digital file that would be needed by either and or both parents and then yeah everything else i mean we have a spot for religious information for uh, extracurricular activities, their school schedules, all their teachers' contact info, what classes they're taking. We really try to take everything that used to live on that kitchen fridge and give it a place to live in the virtual world.
0: Yeah, this is amazing. I, I have some, some clients who they, they're just like poster children. They just are so good at co-parenting post-divorce. And <laughs> even in that case, I can see where there would be so much value in just having everything virtually in one place. But certainly for all of the people who have those high high conflict divorces or have that first year or two where tensions are still high, you just stepped off the battlefield, you're still hypersensitive, you're still upset and hurt and dealing with all of your emotions, this is such an incredible way to be able to serve your children really well and keep them front and center and the business of raising them and caring for them and tracking them Mm -hmm. without all of the opportunity that direct texting and phone calling offers to just create conflict.
1: Yep. And I I haven't done customer support where I answer our 1-800 number in quite a few years now, but um back in the day when i you know when I, we were still like five employees and i was answering the phone i i have multiple experiences where i had parents call me up literally in tears because this was the first year that they were able to do their christmas shopping and not have to call the other parent and deal with that conversation about why they're a bad parent because they don't know their kids pant size or shoe size or whatever right. it may be i mean the old saying information is power is incredibly, incredibly true in this divorce situation.
0: Yeah. And to not have to call up and say, you know, what's, what's, what's Billy's friend's um, name and what's the phone number and, and and what's, how do I, what's the doctor? I forgot. And feeling bad or shameful or guilty about it. It's just like, Go to the website, just go to the website, just like go to the platform, or you guys have a mobile app too, though, right? Correct. So so it's not just the website, it's actually right there on your phone.
1: Yep, yep. And we've had, I mean, I've had people, you know, that they've accessed the site from, we've had people that don't own computers and don't even have smartphones that are able to use the site from public libraries or even their local Apple store. Um, you know all you have to do is be able to get onto an internet browser. You don't need the phone, but obviously, if you have a smartphone, the app is free if you're a subscriber, and it's a tremendous tool. It makes having and accessing the information on the site that much quicker, faster, easier, all that good stuff.
0: So let me ask you this. I mean, I, I did this i I divorced a lot of years ago, and for me, simply uploading my uh, I did this on a, a Completely different online platform Mm. and uploading my custody schedule uh, and getting it right all 52 weeks. And Mm. they had one button, which was, you know, odd year, even year. And that was like as as much Mm. customization. And it was such a heavy lift at a time where Mm -hmm. I was so stretched. Can you talk a little bit about the complexity and time investment for people to actually get a platform like this up and running for themselves?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, actually, this has kind of been the internal joke in the company for a number of years is my mom, who is the, you know, the senior divorce attorney, um, she was not very technologically savvy. And so when we first started the company, we always had to give... All of our software, what we called the Kathy test, because <laughs> Kathy Kathy was unable to open email attachments, and you know there, there's just a level of sophistication that we knew that we needed to address because we're working not only with families but with the professionals who serve them as well. And so, I, I would say, you know, within probably a half hour from the time that you actually sign up for the account. To being up and running, you can get your parenting schedule set up. You can have your first message sent off. You can have your custom expense categories set up. Uh, with the parenting t- with the parenting schedule, it's incredibly simple. You basically you go in and you decide how many weeks it takes to represent the parenting time, or the repeating pattern in your parenting time schedule. And so, for some families, it's every every week is the same. Other families, it's every other week. Or if you're, say, in the state of Texas, we have a special parenting schedule because if there's a fifth weekend in the month, um, that gets handled differently. And so we have the, the flexibility and the ability to accommodate nearly any parenting time schedule. But essentially you go through, you click mom's day, dad's day on the days where it switches from mom's day to dad's day or vice versa. You enter in a time for the exchange and you're off and running. So it's really pretty simple, and if anybody ever has any challenges or has a more difficult schedule, we do have customer support that's available pretty much all day during the the day here in the U.S., um, 7 a.m. till um, 10 p.m., basically every every weekday, and then we have some hours on the weekend as well, and we'd be happy to walk anybody through getting schedules. But uh, the the long story short is one of uh, the – one of the women, uh, Dara one of the women who was involved in founding the company, she actually worked as a flight attendant so she would only get her schedules bid out a month at a time and so she could only do her parenting schedule a month at a time and so as we were designing the system we had to find something that would accommodate that real simple two week repeating pattern as well as up to six weeks where you could do a totally custom thing for a six week period followed by another custom thing for a six week period and so like I said there's a A ton of flexibility, but at the end of the day, it's really pretty straightforward and easy if you have a more basic schedule.
0: That sounds, it really just sounds incredible. So the next question I have, you've mentioned this more than once, um, about professionals. And so I think that if I were listening in, I'd be curious, uh, what do professionals have to do with this? Where do they come in? How do they play a role? Can you just speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, if you're working with whether it's an attorney, a mediator, your judge, therapist, guardian, whoever it may be, we actually have two levels of professional access. And so um, if you need just access to one of the parents and one of their views, we have what we call our attorney account. And that allows you to go in and work with your client without violating the privacy of the other parent. Then we also have what we call our neutral account. And that allows somebody who's uh, able to work with both sides of the family full access to the family's information. And so for the, for the professionals, there's a, a few benefits. One of the big ones is, is rather than being cc'd you know, mindlessly on thousands of different emails that may or may not have relevance, they can jump right into the family's account and look at the issue at hand. Um, another big benefit is is that the the family law professional can actually work with multiple families through their one account. And so, if they have ten different families that are on the site, rather than having to have ten different usernames and passwords, this acts as kind of their one central kind of case management hub. And then, so
0: I'm um, I'm I'm not completely following you. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to ask you to slow down yeah. just a bit. Yep. Um, assuming I'm um, post divorce. Mm-hmm. Explain the scenario, the typical scenario where all of these outside um, professionals are mm-hmm. uh, are required or needed to participate in this,
1: just yeah. just so that. so, like a couple of scenarios, like I've actually had a judge who signed up as a professional, and, Right there in the courtroom, say there's a dispute about what has happened, you know, mom said this happened, dad said this happened. The judge is able to bring up the website right in the courtroom and they can find out the truth. You know, there's no more, well, I got this email from this parent and this email from this parent, and there's, you know, discrepancies. This way they can jump right in. Another kind of commonplace thing is if you're working with a therapist or a mediator, uh, parenting consultant, Say you know you have uh, spring break plans that you're trying to figure out, and you have a number of trade requests and holiday requests that have been sent out, but you haven't been able to come to anything that works. Rather than you know again going back and assuming the you know each parent's story about how we got to where we were. The professional can jump right into the account. They can look at all the trade requests that were made, try to hear out the different issues, and make recommendations directly to the calendar. And it'll show up as being created by that professional.
0: Wow, that's great! So, like, I know a lot of people with those higher conflict they end up with parent coordinators who yep. um, who help them out from time to time with things like that.
1: Yep. And a lot of people like to use buzzwords like ODR, online dispute resolution, uh, you know, and, and another big buzzword you hear is software as a service. These are things that we've been for, two th- you know, since 2001, for almost, you know, 18 years, we've been providing parents with options rather than just the standard, let's go to court and fight about it. You know, yeah. it's it's there. Awesome.
0: Um but, well, let me ask you one more question before I ask about cost, because if I, w- I would imagine our listeners are curious, what that's all about. Yep. So, there's a couple of different, I know of a couple of different uh, uh, platforms that do mm. what you do. Mm. I've invited you on the show. Can you share with our listeners what you believe makes our Family Wizard uh, different and and more yep. appealing?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I guess for me, the biggest one is we've been around since 2001, and we've seen probably 30 different competitors come and go. turns out that building a web application like we have with mobile apps and to have the fully featured functionality that we have is really not cheap. You know, it's very expensive to do what we've done. And so I would caution anybody to, if you get started with any kind of fly-by-night startup, the issue that you have to run into is, although I said it's easy to get started on the website, once you've put in all of your kids' immunization histories and all of the times that they've been to the doctor and their school report cards and all this information, the the huge disappointment that comes with a company just disappearing and all this information and effort and all the work that you've put in just going away, um, that's a huge problem. Another big thing that I think separates us is we actually have a 1-800 number that you can call and talk to actual humans. Um, our response time is incredibly effective. We usually handle people. One of my big pet peeves as a consumer, not as a business owner, is bad customer service. And so there's a lot of companies out there that you'll call in and get you know pushed around from one extension to the next and talk to this manager and that. I really one of the core kind of principles that I thought was very important when we started the company was one call one resolution. And so if you call up and talk to our support agent, the person that you talk you know the person that you called and talked to ninety nine percent of the time is going to be able to help you solve your issue right then and there. Um, and then I think the last kind of big thing is is just the breadth of our application. If you look at you know feature by feature. Um, in terms of accessibility. Do they have a website? Do they have an Android app and an iPhone app? There's all kinds of different ones that do one or the other. Um, We're just the most robust tool set out there. Um, And then lastly... Uh, because of our long running history, security for me is one of the biggest issues. We decided way back in 2001 that if we couldn't keep this information safe, this was not something worth getting into. Um, and so I view this as, in my mind, I would hope that people view where their kids are at all times is more important than their bank information. And so with that, we have multiple layers of encryption, encryption, firewall protection, all sorts of the you know enterprise level security stuff in place so that you know, uh, if anything was to happen to somebody because of our website, that would be the end of our business. and We take that very, very seriously. And so we've dealt with um, everybody from C-level, you know, CTOs at companies all the way down to people that have never used a computer before using the website. And so we have to be very cognizant that people have different abilities, um, you know, in terms of using computers. And, you know, over the last 15 years, we've seen I I would like to say it all but every day we get to have new new people try to test us but uh you know we've we've managed to run for as long as we have without any without ever having any kind of breach of data and um and that's dealing with some really high profile people um we also have you know orders for protection orders restraining orders um you know a lot of real kind of high conflict sensitive type families that have been able to use our platform successfully.
0: Awesome. So what does it cost to, uh, to sign up and use the platform?
1: So basically each parent pays a a subscription fee and that's $99 a year per parent. Or if they sign up for two years, we give them a little bit of a discount at $179. Um, If they have their children using the account, they're, they're, Children accounts and third parties are free, and third parties would be like a special account for like a grandparent, a step parent, somebody who you want to have be involved, but be able to keep it segmented. And then professional access is also free. As I mentioned before, we have some of these kind of bonus uh, premium features that are available, like tone meter, um, and that's ten bucks a year. And then OFW pay there's a, actually just a small transaction fee. You don't pay like an upfront cost. And then we have a section called My Files. That's kind of the Dropbox type functionality where you can upload the documents and such. Um, we've had a number of people that maxed out their space. And so we've added tiers so that you can go up to like 10 gigabytes of storage, depending on how much uh, stuff you need to share. Wonderful. And then. In addition to that, we we do um, we're very cognizant of who we work with. and so if you're working with the courts and you're on an informal paupers or um, indigent status with the court system, you can apply for a scholarship account and receive the site at either uh, a discounted price or free, depending on your personal situation, and that's handled case by case. And then um, we also one thing we noticed early on is we tend to see a lot of uh, military families using the website. And that has to do, I think, a lot with the deployments and people being stationed all over the world. And so a long time ago, we decided um, we wanted to be able to support the veterans and active duty troops a little bit. And so we actually have a military discount. So basically, it's a buy one, get one free um, if you're either active or a veteran status in the military.
0: That's awesome. That's wonderful. You know, one of the questions that comes to mind for me, Jay, is... If I'm listening and I'm thinking this is just, this is perfect, this is exactly what I need, but my um, my soon to be ex or my ex is never going to uh, participate or go for it. Is there anything that you could advise our listeners on that front?
1: Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is number one, like I would never say go back to court over our family wizard, that would be a waste of money. And our whole dream is to help you not help you not waste money. But if you do find yourself in front of a mediator, in front of a court again, uh, we have a number of families that will actually stipulate, stipulate to using the website. And so they'll have it agreed upon in their court documents. And what that does is just, you know, it's another case of, am I doing what I said I would do? And so both parents can, if you can get both parents to agree to it. And oftentimes we find that the family law professionals involved with the family usually are supportive of this type of stipulation, because again, um, you know, it, the truth shall set you free. You know, the, the more information, the, the more concrete it is, the less you're going to fight on iterative repeat trips to court over things that could have been handled on your own.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I started the show, I said, you know, there's the emotional and the logistical, and we're going to talk about the logistical. But in truth, this particular tool not only handle so much of the logistics of co-parenting, but it actually helps to minimize a lot of the emotional strife. And that's one of the things that I just love about it. Well, thank you. So how do people find you, Jai?
1: Yeah. So the, the easiest way is if you just get into an internet browser and type in just ourfamilywizard.com. Um, otherwise, you can do a Google search for us. You'll find tons of articles and all sorts of background on what it is that we do. Um, you also can download our apps from the app stores, either the Android store, Android play store, or um, iTunes. Uh, the one caveat there is that you can't sign up through the website or for the website through the app. You need to sign up on the website itself.
0: And then you can download the app yep. and get in and start your, okay. That sounds awesome. Yep. Is there anything else you want to share that we haven't covered yet?
1: Uh, you know, I I, I just think the, the one thing that I've learned in, you know, 18 years of working with high, high conflict, low conflict, just separated families in general is, is that, you know, I I think that people have to choose to make the decision to move themselves forward and you can empower yourself with tools like ours to really do that. Um, It's easy to get caught up in the emotional headache and be bogged down by it. But I think, you know, what people find is that an enormous weight is lifted when you can have these little successes in communications and i think that you know you're never going to just hit that home run there's no silver bullet that's going to make everything better it's really about building upon regular and constant successes between the parents and you know over the course of 10 years of successful co-parenting hopefully you guys can sit next to each other at your child's high school graduation or college graduation and you know the, the way it was is the way it was and not the way it is.
0: Yeah. Very well said. And for the, so thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Again, it's our family Definitely go check them out. Um, and, you don't have to wait until your divorce is final. In fact, I think the key point here is if you if you like what you hear and you would like uh, to participate and you haven't completed your stipulation, your final agreement, uh, speak to your attorney and see if you can get this uh, added into it. So thank you so much, Jai.
1: Yeah, thank you for letting me share a little bit about what we do.
0: Oh, It's my pleasure. And for those of you listening in, you know the truth is you're going to divorce, and then you're going to co-parent for the rest of your life. And so, the if you're in a more high conflict uh, situation, it is so important that. Uh, You do things like this tool, and also there are so many other things that you can do, and we talk about it in our articles, and we're going to have another show on it. But the key thing that we work with people on is... Keeping the focus on your part, if you're getting triggered, understanding what triggers you so that you can be more responsive and less reactive is one of the many ways to keep the tension down, uh, to consciously choose what to talk about and when to talk about it. And something Jai said earlier, which is keeping it businesslike like. when you can communicate and keep it brief and informative and and friendly and and while being firm, there's actually something out there, um, Bill Eddy, I think his name, and it's the mm. Biffy approach. Yep. Brief, informative, uh, friendly, and firm. And so there's so many different things that we coach uh, parents around both through the divorce and post-divorce so that – you can be that healthy parent for your child and so that you can minimize the stress and tension between you and the co-parent and for the children. And so if you're struggling with that and you're interested in uh, learning more about what we do, you can go to journeybeyonddivorce.com and just uh, uh, click on the Lifeline session or go to the contact page and we'd be more than happy to have uh, a coaching session on the house that will help you with your immediate needs and give you a flavor for how coaching works. And so I really encourage you to um, visit our site, definitely check out Our Family Wizard. And when co-parenting well is a priority, everybody wins. So, we're going to have one more uh, show in this series, and it's on parental alienation, which is a really, really hot topic. Uh, and so, stay tuned for that coming up.
1: All righty. Thank you, Karen.
0: Thanks, Steve. At Journey Beyond Divorce, we know that sometimes the most powerful support we can offer is to help you process the storm of emotions you're experiencing and gently challenge the beliefs that are keeping you stuck.
1: The way Karen delivers
0: her program is that she validates the feelings, the emotions, the ups, the downs. She hones in on the specifics
1: that really talk to that particular person when they're going through this crazy emotional time.
0: Let us be a beacon in the midst of this crazy emotional time book a free lifeline call with us to help lift the fog and begin practicing new ways of thinking, being, and doing that better support you as you journey through and beyond divorce. Our gift to you is taking that first step with you on your free Rapid Relief Lifeline call, where we help you navigate the emotional and logistical turbulence of separation and divorce. Visit rapidreliefcall.com to book your call.